When it comes to flipping houses and being a real estate investor, the name of the game is getting good deals and you can't get a deal until you actually make an offer to the seller. So making offers is critical to this business. And on this video, I wanna to talk to you about the three mistakes to avoid when making offers. Hey, it's Jerry Norton and listen, if you wanna get good at this business, you have to start making more offers. Whenever I talk to an investor that's struggling in this business, the first thing I ask them is, how many offers are you making? And if the answer is, well, you know, one or two or three this week, it's not enough. You have to make more offers. And so I wanna to talk to you right now about the three mistakes to avoid. These are the three things that if you avoid doing these things and do the opposite, what I'm gonna share with you, it will completely change not only the number of deals, but the quality of deals that you're gonna to get. To make more money and less time flipping houses, subscribe to my YouTube channel, click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. All right, let's break it down. Okay, mistake number one, is to only offer on underpriced properties. Okay, what do I mean by that? Most investors will only make an offer on a property that they think they have a, a good chance of getting. They're only gonna make an offer if there's a high likelihood that their offer is going to get accepted. And this is the complete wrong mindset. Listen, we don't make offers to get deals, we make offers to uncover a motivated seller. Think about that, there's a huge distinction. By only making offers if the property is aggressively priced or it's underpriced, is gonna limit the ability for you to get good deals. The price is not always a reflection of the seller's motivation, meaning they could be priced kinda high or average or not really where you think they should be, and then if you don't make the offer because you think they're priced too high, you're going to miss out on a lot of deals. Don't discriminate based on price. If it's a qualified lead, your job is to make the offer. I don't care if you have to offer 50,000 and their asking price is 100,000. Make the offer. You'll be surprised at how many more deals you'll get if you'll just get consistent and just get good at making offers on all qualified leads. Mistake number two is not following up. Listen, if you don't follow up, if you make the offer, they say no and you don't follow up, you're gonna be missing out on a lot of deals. The number one thing that separates the really good investors in this business from everybody else is their follow-up systems. The ones that have the best follow-up systems are the ones that win out and get the most deals. It's usually not the first contact with a motivated seller. Sometimes it's weeks and months later when you finally get that deal. A lot of times the sellers aren't ready, but if you follow up and you stay in front of them, when they're finally motivated, when they're finally ready, they'll talk to you because you've been in front of them. You stayed consistently in the forefront so that when they're ready, they know who to talk to, okay? That's really important is your follow-up system. So my rule is that as long as the property's for sale, I wanna re-offer every single week. That means they go into my rotation. The following week, if that property isn't sold yet, then I wanna make my offer again. I wanna tell the seller, hey, I'm still here. I'm still interested. Here's my price. Are you ready? And when they're ready, you'll be right there. Let me tell you a quick story of where I didn't do this and it cost me. Uh, recently, I saw a deal that sold for less than what I was willing to pay for it. And I called up the seller and I said, hey, why did you take that other offer? I would have paid more than what you sold it for. And they said, oh, well, you know, they kept following up with me, they kept talking with me, and I forgot all about you. I'm sorry, I should have called you, I would have made more money. And it was because I didn't follow up and somebody else did. 
That's how important this is. So every week, follow up with your leads. And the third mistake hopefully is an obvious one for you, but it's not making all cash offers. No matter what your funding source is, private money, hard money, you always are a cash buyer when you're making your offers. So right on your contract, you're a cash buyer. Now, hard money and private money is still considered cash. It's liquid funds. It's going to come in. It's not bank money. So I consider that still all cash. So make that offer all cash. Just being all cash is gonna separate you from a lot of other people making offers, and it's gonna let that seller know that you're serious, that you're a player. Usually with all cash offers, you need a proof of funds letter. If you're in my Flipster system, we provide proof of funds. It's really great because they're custom to you, to the deal, to the dollar amount, and you can do as many of them as you want. So if you don't have Flipster, go to getflipster.com. You can check that out. It's just one of the tools in my all-inclusive deal management platform that helps you manage the entire business. So check that out if you're looking for proof of funds letters to include with your all-cash offers. And if you wanna make more money in less time flipping houses, subscribe to the YouTube channel, click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. The biggest thing I want you to do is get out there and make more offers. Whatever number of offers you're making right now, you can make more. You wanna get better at making more offers. The more offers you make, the more deals you'll do. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to watch this next video where I talk about and I break down how to make a hundred offers a month in a fraction of the time. You gotta watch that video. Click on it right here and watch that video next.